What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the True North Racing Podcast, brought to you by Joe Media Promotions. This week on the program, we brought in the driver of the number 03 Pro Lane Model out of Delaware Speedway. It was Ray Morneau Jr. We sat down and talked to Ray about how he got started in racing, moving up from micro sprints to legends to street stocks to pro lates. He also took some time and answered our fan question periods. And as well, we talked about quite a bit of other stuff as well. Uh, we went on a couple uh, off-topic rants. Um, so why don't we get going into this episode with uh, Mr. Ray Morneau. But of course, before we do, guys, we're going to have a quick word from our presenting sponsor, Joe Media Promotions. Let's go. All right, everyone. Just before we jump into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media Promotions. Jomo Media provides race-ready promotions to bring you and your team to the next level. We provide weekly updates as well as providing off-season, mid-season, and year write-ups for your team. On top of the write-ups, we have photo and video opportunities as well. For more information, contact us at jomopromos at gmail.com. That's J-O-M-O-Promos at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and follow us at Jomo Media. All right, guys, of course, just before we jump into this week's episode with Ray Morneau Jr., um, we got a couple things to do a little bit of running down on. Um, the first is thank you to everyone who came out to Flamborough Speedway this weekend and helped put on a, a show. Even though it did start raining a little bit, we were able to get a full program in. Um, we had 14 Young Drivers Canadian Vision Modifieds come out, and... Uh, Man, was it a good time. A uh, lot of great racing. There was a couple of new guys out. Um, Mike Klotz returned. Uh, I don't think he'd been out since the first race. Daryl Hentonwood came out. He was out for... Uh, uh, this was his first race of the season. So, man, it was... We had some great racing uh, tonight... Or yesterday, sorry, at Flamborough Speedway. Um, our top five... Or sorry, our rundown. We're just going to do a complete rundown of all the uh, finishing order from feature number actually we'll do just do the top five uh picking up his first career win with the young drivers canadian vision modifieds it was quentin murdoch in the seven jared morphy in the 18 finished second 15 of tj marshall came home third daryl henwood in the 29 was fourth and mike pod rounded out the top five in feature number one in feature number two we saw the five of mike pod take home the w with the eight of ricky williger Bringing it home in second. Jared Morphy brought it home in third. And he was our overall winner of the night because he got it second in a third place finish uh, on the on the night. Uh, Joe Arsenal came home fourth. And uh, Quentin Murdoch came home in uh, fifth. So a so couple, couple great races there yesterday. Um, on the Joe Media side, uh, most of our drivers got rained out, unfortunately. But... We did have a couple racers out. We had Mark McDonald and Ryan Houston out at Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. And uh, and we also had Chase Mitchell, who brought it home uh, in sixth place in both features on, uh, on on Saturday night. So that was congratulations, Chase, on a, couple, a great top ten run uh, in both features for you. Over at Southern Ontario Motor Speedway, we have Mark McDonald and Ryan Houston battle out at Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. With in the feature, it was Mark McDonald finishing fifth and Ryan Houston coming home in seventh. So congratulations to both guys out there finishing in the top ten uh, on another uh, 
uh, rain short and weekend out there, unfortunately. But luckily, they were able to get their features in. Um, so good uh, congratulations, guys, to all the Joe Media guys. Um, you guys are all doing awesome. Uh, so we're not going to hold you guys up anymore. Uh, we got a, a really, really good interview lying ahead here with uh, Mr. Ray Morneau Jr. So let's let's all sit back, relax, and let's go racing with Ray Morneau Jr. This week on the True North Racing Podcast, we are sitting down with Ray Morneau Jr. Ray, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Uh, first off, thank you for jumping with us, uh, jumping on with us this week. Damn, I'm sucking at English apparently this week. Um, <laughs> uh, how was your weekend? Uh, it was all right. We uh, we went down to Delaware on Friday uh, with the Pro Late Model. Uh, debuted the new scheme. Uh, I'm sure many people have saw it um, with JR activating and a throwback to uh, Jack Monahan and the. 90s in the cascar days um we were all right we uh we practiced good we were quick in practice and then the car just tightened up uh ended up fourth in uh in the heat race and then i think uh we were running fifth and then just got shuffled to the outside and ended up ninth just we were we were decent at the end like we were just as fast as the leader in that but just once you get single filed out everybody's so close it's yep. just hard to make any ground you know, and especially at Delaware too, it's, it's as wide as it is, it's, it is really still a one groove racetrack, even with the addition of the new low groove, I guess you could say down there in three and four, which has actually been around for a number of years now. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's tough. You can hang out there, but not, not too long. <laughs> I was going to say probably about two or three laps and you're like, I got to get to the bottom with the rest of the guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, man, we're going to jump all the way back here and, and we're going to, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then kind of like how you got started in racing? Yeah. So, uh, I'm 20 years old. Um, I'm from Windsor, Ontario. So kind of good thing with us is we're right near the border. So we had the option to go over there, over to the States and race, but, uh, but I started off, uh, running micro sprints at, uh, Grand Bend Speedway. Uh, my dad and uncles and they all ran for a long time at Delaware and checker flags Speedway when it was open in Windsor. Um, so I, I was born into it. Um, and we started with, uh, started off in the micro sprint at Grand Bend. Uh, I ran that for a little bit, probably about five years. Uh, won a few championships with that. Um, and then moved to a legend car. Um, ran that Sa for the same place of the Grand Bend or. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We ran Grand Bend. Um, and then, uh, we ran one race at sunset. Um, and then went to flat rock for one race in the States in Michigan. Um, and we saw their street stock class over there, which was, it was pretty interesting. Had a lot of cars. Competition was really good. Um, so when we went to make that jump, we ended up going to flat rock, um, in Michigan in the street stock class. Uh, we started off with a car that was, it was a little bit older. Um, but it, it was still a good car. So we uh, ran the first year, ended up seventh in points, built a brand new McCall car. Uh, it was unreal, just a rocket ship. And uh, we ended up second in points the second year out, won the championship the next year and finished second the following year. So it was, it was quite the run we had over there, which was uh, yeah, for sure, neat. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty neat. Center. They had usually every night they had about 30 30 to 35 cars it was it was wow. really good yeah and you're lucky so. to get that for the the now the quick quick super stock tour up here 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, that series is looking great. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, I won't yeah, say all oh, so. I'll do the APC late models, but hell, you know, they'll, they'll sure give a, a run for their money. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, uh, you can't beat the late models, but, uh, but the car counts are getting you. It's, it's going to be quite the show the next few years. Absolutely. Um, so before we even get back into, cause you kind of jumped like way past everything I was expecting you to kind of go for. Uh, <laughs> so like you answered a lot of my questions before we even really started. Uh, so obviously, you know, growing up in a racing family, uh, how old were you when you got started? I was seven. So okay. I, I went to tracks when I was, I think at Delaware, um, I don't know if my parents lied about my age, but I got into the pits a little bit younger. I think I was like, I want to say six or something, six or seven. I was in the pits helping my uncles. So I was fortunate that way to be around it all the time. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it, growing up in the pits, especially at a place like Delaware is, you know, is, is kind of interesting in itself, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially back then, Delaware, Delaware getting good now. Like, I mean, it, but it, for a few years, there was just, not as many cars around, you know, and it, uh, I was, it's kind of just a cycle through Ontario racing. It seems like it just goes through a cycle. And back then there was tons of cars and it looks like that's the way it's going right now too. So which is, it's exciting. Absolutely. I, uh, I used to crew for a guy who ran weekly divisions down there in, uh, about 2009, 2010 there. So, uh, David Elliott. Okay. So I used to, Oh yeah. 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 I used to crew for him back, you know, when I first got in started when I was about uh, 16. So, um yeah you know De- delaware is a fun place to go to i i ca- kind of holds a little soft spot in my heart for all those traveling uh getting to leave high school early just to just to travel down that way because i'm <laughs> yeah, way up, sure i'm over by um uh brampton and mississauga area a little bit north of them yep. so hiking from here over to there is, is almost like you guys going from windsor to there yeah exactly <laughs> long nights right Oh, for sure. Yeah. Not many nights to get home before one o'clock. <laughs> two, two a.m. here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I might have fed a little. <laughs> um, so, anyways, you jumped behind the wheel of a, of a micro sprint, I believe it was, you said at age seven. Um, obviously, run up at Grand Bend. How, were, how was that for you? It was a lot of fun. Um, Grand Bend back then, like I said, with the, the tracks going through cycles, back yep. then there was. 20 cars, 30 cars in every division. And it was, it was a lot, a lot of fun. They had to camp ground right up the track. So it was, we used to camp there every weekend instead of making a two hour yep. drive home. So <laughs> it was, uh, it was nice because at least our whole family could go enjoy the weekend. Uh, but it, it was a lot of fun learned. That's where I cut my teeth. Right. So learn, learn a lot there and uh, just tried to carry it over into every division I moved up. Absolutely. And that, and that's the main goal there is just making sure you take whatever you learn and, and start applying that um, to, to the next, to the next car. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then of course, you know, you, like you said, you jumped up to uh, legend cars. What was the transition uh, period like for you to jump in from a micro sprint, which obviously wasn't they're fast up there, but they're not obviously faster than a, a legends car, which is gives you a little bit more horsepower than, than, than the, than the micro sprint. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So when we, when we first got it, um, my dad took it out cause he, he was a little nervous cause it was my first time going to be getting into it to practice. Yep. Um, so he, he took it out and he was a little skeptical about me taking it out. 
he goes, this thing is nuts. <laughs> and me getting in it at the age of 12, he goes, I don't know. So he took it out and then I practiced my micro sprint, uh, for the day. And at the end of the day, he goes, well, get in it and just, just go slow. So I, I went out and it, I started off slow, but that didn't take very long to, to get up to speed. My dad was, uh, chewing nails off his fingers. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're a wild car. Probably. I, I always tell my dad, I miss the car so much. They're, uh, they're probably the most fun I've had driving a car. They're just so twitchy, so small of a wheelbase and so much power. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Absolutely, man. They, I've only ever seen them race once. And that was at, um, Frosttober event, Frosttober fest event there down at, uh, Flamborough. Um, and I was, I was making fun of them, not going to lie, because they either sounded like a tea kettle going off or they sounded like popcorn <laughs> kernels going off in the, uh, as they came into the corner. So I'm sitting there yeah. laughing. I'm like, oh man, they like, I want one of these cars. These look like a blast to run. And funny enough, uh, a number of years prior to that, I ended up sitting in one at, um, what was then Motorama car show down in, in Toronto. Um, mm-hmm. and funny enough, I fit, but uh, getting out was a little, <laughs> a little on the difficult side. <laughs> well some people have that right <laughs> exactly though those are, they're a small car i was i was not gonna lie i was surprised i even got in the thing yeah 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 they're a tight car <laughs> but obviously uh so you ran the micro sprint for uh what it sounded like um oh about five years or so five six years yeah yeah right around probably it was probably four or five years yeah um and then like i said i ran the legend car for a couple years and uh just moved up from there. What was, uh, what was the main uh, deciding factor in from going from racing at Grand Bend um, and go deciding to go across the border? Um, it was, uh, like I said, when we, we ran there once in the legend car, um, saw the, uh, the competition in the class was really good. Um, and it was, it was 25 minutes from our house. The only problem is we had to cross the border, but we had no problems doing that. So, um, it was closer than Delaware's two hour drive for us. Yep. So it, uh, it was nice that way. Um, and like I said, when we went over there and the competition was really good, uh, a lot of cars. So it was going to be, uh, going to be a good place to run. Cause it's only a quarter mile track and it's just, okay. it's a big bowl. It's <laughs> you're always turning, always in traffic. So it, it teaches you a lot. So it was, uh, that was kind of our big deciding factor to do it. Okay. Um, and just kind of ran with it from there. And of course, like you said, seeing the street stocks kind of uh, go out of that track and, and, and the kind of competition they were bringing, it kind of uh, between you and your family obviously ignited that um, fire to get yourself a, a street stock and go run across there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, my dad asked me, he goes, do you, do you think you could do it? Do you want to do it? I'm like, well, yeah, I, I said, I, I think I could. Well, let's see how practice day goes, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, a little bit of a change, right? Cause I mean, that you go from a micro sprint to a legend car, it's a big difference, but yep. it ain't a full bodied stock car. Right. So <laughs> Absolutely. It's, uh, it's a lot different, but, but it was a, it was a fun challenge. Yeah, for sure. And then of course, you know, the second year you said you got a McCall car, right? Yes. Yeah. We, the first year was, uh, um, Danny Delisle that used to ran run Delaware. Um, he built the car and it was a, it was a heavier, older car. Um, we bought it off of my now spotter, Chris Hebert. Um, 
but uh, we bought it off him and ran it for, like I said, the year. And it was just started looking at the other cars over there and saw where we could improve. And there's nobody better than to go to McCall's and, and talk to him about it. And he built one rocket ship. Of course, you know, like you said, it came out that year and ran second in points. And then the following year you went out there and, and won the championship, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, that first year we had it, we won, uh, I think it was three races. My first win was a hundred lap street stock win. Um, okay. but, uh, yeah, I think we won three races and we were second in points. Um, and the last three nights got rained out. Oh, so it was man. a little, yeah, kind of, kind of a sore spot with me, but it is what it is, right? That's racing. So, Absolutely. Uh, it was what it was, but, uh, ended up second there. And then the next year we, uh, we were just super consistent and ended up we only won one feature but i think we had i i, I want to say four second place finishes like we were we were really good very so consistent up, up front each week kind of deal yes yeah yeah and ended up winning the championship that year nice and then when did you make the transition to go from obviously a full body stock uh, street stock to uh, a late model um that was uh in 2019 so i ran the street stocks at flat rock for four years. Okay. Um, so we, uh, we decided to make the decision to change because we were, we were running really good over there and wanted kind of a, a, another challenge. Yep. Uh, not that, not that it was easy over there, but just something different, right? Absolutely. Uh, the way American money was going, it, it's hard because they were putting a set of tires on every night in the street yep. stocks. So uh, it was getting tough to do. Uh, so we, we looked over here and, Delaware's uh, weekly program was looking a little bit better. They were getting a better car count. Um, and that's thanks to APC, right? I mean, APC brought all these tracks together and it just, just boosted the car count everywhere. It was great yep. to see. So yeah, 2019, um, we decided to, to do that, uh, make the change to go full-time uh, late model racing at Delaware, the weekly stuff. Okay. Um, and dabbled into the APC series a little bit. But uh, it was not not too many races because just want to get your feet wet, right? So absolutely, you know, you got to you got to start small before you dive into the deep end, especially with those guys in the APC series. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so obviously, jump making that jump in 2019. You know, you're going from a car that was, you know, 602 to 604 in in a whole lot of different changes, really, um, compared to a street stock to a super stock. How have you? adjusted to those to that difference um just trying to get laps get used to it right just uh just got to be a little bit touchier with the throttle um now when we when we run delaware weekly we run our stricter plate so okay. it's it's not so much of a change because it takes the power down obviously right so um but the first time we we went out with the uh restrictor plate off we were testing to go to jacasa for our first apc race and I, I went out at Delaware just to shake the car down and get a feel for, yep. for what it was like with no restrictor. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, that was a change because you get to the throttle and it's there, the power is yeah. there, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just, just getting used to it. Right. I mean, it's, uh, just another car, just, just got to get used to how the throttle response is and how the car turns. Absolutely. And of course, you know, last year we had the, our pandemic shortened season and, uh, you came out a couple times, correct? With the and ran with the APC guys. Yeah, yeah. So in 2019, 
we ran those, we ran two races, one at Tecasa. Um, that was our first race. We qualified third and ended up fifth. Um, and then ran Delaware the next week, uh, qualified fifth and then got turned off for wreck. But, but yeah, 2020, um, we decided with the shortened season, we might've been able to do the, the whole series. Um, and it was, uh, anything that could break broke. <laughs> it was kind of a nightmare of a season. Um, yeah. the, the first race we had shock go bad. And then the next race we had a miss the third race. I got carbon monoxide poisoning oh, and then Jesus. the last race the rear end broke. So it was, like I said, it was not very fun. <laughs> it was a, it was a season to forget right off the hop. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But of course you kept coming out and kept trying to, uh, you know, and that's, I guess in a sense, like that's the best thing you could do is at least come out, show your support, even though unfortunately you did break it, it was still probably a lot of learning experiences. Yeah, exactly. Um, my team has no quit, no quit at all. They, uh, just keep digging. They're, uh, they, they love it. They, like I said, they've been around it forever. So they, uh, they know what it's like, right? You're going to have bad years. And that was just a bad year. You just yeah. try and bounce back the next year. Absolutely. Every racer goes through that, man. I've, I've, I've been on a couple guys who've, uh, who've gotten, who've had uh, down seasons. Um, but luckily they've been able to turn it around and have, uh, some, uh, really good seasons over the past few years. So, you know, that that's the best thing that could happen. Right. You, you, you may hit rock bottom last year, but you're going skyward now. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just always got to take it race by race and just, uh, hope for the best and try your best. Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, this year, um, obviously, you know, with, with, uh, COVID kind of, uh, keeping, you know, keeping its, uh, face, ugly face shown and kind of restricting, uh, racing here in Ontario, what were your plans going into the year? Um, racing wise um our plans this year at the beginning of the year were um just to run the pro late model again at delaware weekly um and then uh hit or miss apc shows um we were looking at the two delawares but the first one just really didn't uh didn't work out we we just it wasn't going to be a good deal because we ended up getting a, a super stock my my uncle got it um and then was planning on racing it but he, uh, he got busy with work, so he uh, ended up letting me run it, the first APC race in the Superstock Series, and uh, that was just just out of nowhere, right? So yeah. that wasn't in the plan at all at the beginning of the year. So that was uh, that was quite a surprise, and we ended up running decent with it, right? Ended up third. Um, and then uh, Mike McCall called me, too, one weekend um, for the, the first Grisdale triple crown race um and asked me if he wanted me to run one of uh his cars so we went down there and ran that too it was my first time at flamborough how'd you uh, like it quite quite different but i i really really liked the track like it yep. was a lot of fun to run um just just different right i mean nothing that i've ever been used to so it was uh it was a fun challenge we we ran decent there ended up sixth but uh yeah, just just had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, and and to, to uh, first off, man, I met you there obviously because I I picked up one of your t-shirts and not gonna lie, man, that's one of the best t-shirts I've had. I think. I love it, man. I wear it as much <laughs> as I can. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. 
but honestly, man, like it was great meeting you there. And I, I like, I was not like, it wasn't afraid to come up and talk to you, but like, cause, cause you know, being on a new track, I always feel like, you know, guys need to have that mentality to fully like focus in to actually understand yeah. what, what like, especially flying bro to me, like I, I've watched racing there since I was 14, 15, I'm 29 now. So uh, quite a number of years I've been watching racing there and kind of studying, so to speak. I, I've, I've watched and kind of learned yeah. and, um, from a lot of, lot of guys. And I, I was, I was like skeptical of coming up because I'm like, man, I don't know what kind of mindset he's going to be in. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to come up and be like, nah, man, I can't do this right now. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> no, no. I'm usually, usually pretty, try to be as relaxed as you can. Right. Uh, yeah just enjoy enjoy it while you can right you never know never know when the opportunities are going to come so you just try and enjoy it and yeah just uh like you said everybody's different but that's the way i try and take it just be uh happy and friendly with everybody and enjoy the moment exactly um man it was definitely uh, again nice to meet you and talk to you for a couple minutes there before uh you had to get strapped in for practice and uh was definitely trying to keep an eye on you but of course you know i i, I do use a lot of stuff for the canadian modifieds when i'm when, when we're racing so like i feel like i never get a chance to watch racing now because <laughs> i'm yeah, always i'm always sitting on my phone just like okay gotta get this out <laughs> then go go over to facebook go over to twitter and then i'm like god damn like uh last uh lot yesterday uh pure stocks were done before i had my finishing lineup before i had <laughs> the full pictures posted Sorry, like I swear to God, they picked up the pace last night. <laughs> typically, I'm like halfway done before it's done. But like last night, I was like, I'm I'm not even halfway done in my stuff here, and they're rolling off the track. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's tough doing it, eh? <laughs> Absolutely, it is. But you know what, man? Yeah. I'm not gonna change that for the world. Um, no, well, no, I loved I love helping them out. Oh yeah, you're great for the series, for sure. You know, I, I never thought I'd get behind the wheel of a car. Still haven't. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, maybe one day me and the girlfriend kind of talking, maybe, maybe uh, we'll get her a ride. Actually, that was, that was the that was the conversation. She wants to get behind the wheel of a car, and yeah. she, only, she only started coming to the track last year, and now she wants to get behind the wheel of a car. I'm like, God damn, I've been here for 15 years and I haven't gotten a chance yet. Like, come on, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, but she's been helping me out doing media, and she's she's falling in love with the sport more and more each and every time, which is awesome. Um, but anyways, you know, driving that driving the McCall car, that must have been a, a little bit different than what you're usually running. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was uh it was a good experience. It was uh to work with different guys because I've always just worked with my dad, my uncles, and our crew. So yeah. it's uh it was nice to be able to work with somebody else, right? It was uh neat to see how how everything worked with the way they they were doing their ad track adjustments and everything, right? Um so yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Definitely a different experience. Um, but just like I said, try to enjoy the moment. Mike Mike McCall is is great to us. He's uh, he's always helped us out, um, and he he can't beat those cars. They're they're, they're second tough. to none. <laughs> you know, it's it's been fun watching the APC series because uh, Adam Ross there has been naming off each manufacturer who's. Uh, uh, what chassis builder is, is kind of up front or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. all you're hearing is McCall white, McCall white handling. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> this yeah. is awesome that we got so many, but like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it is neat to see the different, uh, different manufacturers. It, it gets, gets a little bit of a rivalry kind of going on, right? It gives it some scenes. more competition. 
Yeah, yeah, awesome. it, uh, it spices it up a little bit. It's it's pretty neat to see. Absolutely. I kind of hope this battle kind of uh, between the manufacturers, especially kind of both those guys are from London area, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So like that's it's uh it's kind of interesting to see it from from that that distance. eh? Yeah, yeah, it's uh it'd be interesting to see. I uh, like I said, I like my McCall cars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're wearing your McCall t-shirt right now. So, I mean, hey, yeah. <laughs> of course you got to give yeah. a shout out, right? Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you know, you, we just briefly touched on the uh, the fact that you got to drive for your uncle's car um, in the first Quick Wicks Super Stock Series race there. And you came home P3. And you're saying that was kind of like a last minute deal, eh, as well? Yeah. Yeah, we uh, – it was – yeah, it was kind of a last minute thing. He was going to run it. Um, and then uh, – just like I said, things changed, work got real busy. Um, so we, uh, he ended up saying that I could drive it. So we went down for a practice day and kind of got a feel for it. Uh, like I said, I hadn't been in a street stock for a while, yeah. especially at Delaware. So, uh, yeah, it was nice to get a practice under my belt. Um, and then made a couple of changes and went back for the race and it, uh, it turned out pretty good. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Will we see you any more, uh, uh, quick, quick super stock series, uh, races over the, over the rest of the summer or no, uh, we're, uh, we're talking about it. We'll, yep. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I know Peterborough's coming up quick. Um, yep. we're talking about it. So just, uh, stay tuned to our Facebook page and, uh, you'll, you'll hear all the, hear all the updates for sure, man. Um, you know, why don't we take a quick minute before we get into the rest of our uh, talk about 2021 and whatnot. Let's do a jump into our quick fan question period. Well, not quick. This is going to be a long fan question period. Um, <laughs> so many questions. Thank you to everyone for submitting those questions. Ray, man, are you listening to uh, ready to answer some of these questions? I think so. It looked like a big list. <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, so I really hope I pronounced his last name correctly. And if you know who they are, please say, tell me I'm doing it wrong. Uh, Fred, Gloud. Yep. Um, why do you think your your whole family are so involved in racing? Do you think it's because of Ray Senior? Yeah. So my that's my grandfather. Um, he he started years and years ago. Uh, he worked on cars, um, and then became the flag man at Checker Flag Speedway. Okay. Um, and he's always always been around it. He brought my my dad and uncles to the track ever since they were real real small. Um, so yeah, my grandfather, uh, sparked it for my uncles and my dad. Um, and that kind of, it just carries over once, once it's in your blood, you, you can't get out of it. Like my grand, my grandfather's still going to the racetrack. He's 88 and he's, oh, damn. he's still, still loves it. Hey, definitely nothing wrong with that. Of course, I'd be a man who has, uh, definitely has some great stories to tell. eh? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just sit him down give him a few pops and, uh, he'll go forever. <laughs> Uh, our next question comes to us from John Kitt. What was your best racing experience? Um, I'd say probably uh, at Flat Rock when we uh, – it's a toss-up between the whole year winning the championship or the 100-lap feature win in the street stocks. Uh, that It was a wild race. It was uh, – we were – we started, I think, ninth or something, and – just worked our way up, had a couple of long red flags. I think the race was like an hour and 45 minutes or something. So it was a long, oh, wow. you're strapped in there for a while, but, uh, but it was, 
that was a, a real, real fun race. And to come out on top is even better, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, our next question comes to us from Megan Mitchell. She goes, what's your favorite dessert by Dana's dessert? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> um, it's hard to pick one. <laughs> My sister, she does a really good job. She, uh, she's really gotten into this dessert thing and it's, I don't know. I don't, I think I might have to get a new fire suit pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, my favorite is probably the peanut butter ball ones though. They're, uh, they're like candy. <laughs> uh, our third question is coming from Eric Stewart and he goes, when Dana Morno is making treats, how many do you take when she's not looking? Uh, she tries to keep a good eye on me because <laughs> she knows I'll steal them all. So um, if I snag one or two, that's a, that's a good day. <laughs> uh, next one comes from Terry Kelland. And they, they ask, how does it feel to be a fan favorite at one of the longest running short tracks around? Oh, that's... That's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I didn't know I was that much of a fan favorite. I know we uh, we have a lot of people from down here in Windsor uh, that come up and follow us. I'm fortunate with the the following I have with family and friends. Um, but but for someone up there living in London, um, it's it's pretty cool to hear them say that I'm a fan favorite. That's uh, it's pretty neat. Uh, next question comes to us from Don York, and he goes, "What's your fondest memory of Delaware?" And could we see a throwback to a Dave Lawrence paint scheme next year? Uh, on this memory is uh, probably the APC race. I know it didn't turn out the way we wanted to, but uh, we, we went there. There was our second race in the APC series and uh, we ended up qualifying fifth, had really good speed. Um, so it's, it's pretty neat to be able to go somewhere for your second time with the, the series. Right. And uh, I mean, that's, that's the best of the best. Right. So that's uh, it's pretty neat, neat to be able to do that. Um, and the, the Dave Lawrence throwback, um, that would be pretty cool. Uh, my, my dad and uncles had a really, really good relationship with Dave Lawrence. Um, and it just, it carried over to between me, Joe and Chris um, We're we're all buddies. Um so it'd be neat, neat to be able to have them do a throwback to Dave and I could do a throwback to my uncles and when well, my dad uh, was a crew chief there. So it would be, uh, be pretty cool to get everybody back on board with the throwbacks. I know uh, I was talking to Matt Robley with, with the, uh, the, the 90s cast car paint scheme that his dad had because um, it, it was the same time that we did our throwback too. So he said, uh, he goes, maybe I'll have to throw them throw some 32s on my car <laughs> man those, those, you know i love i love a good throwback and definitely yours is uh probably one of the cleanest ones i think i've ever seen like it, it actually <laughs> yeah. looks so good man like i have to admit yeah i i really like it turned out uh turned out great oh for sure it did um this next one's gonna be a really really long one it's from uh kendall reed and they say, you've been racing around your entire life with generations of racers in the family before you, and you've developed your own driving style as you've progressed over the years. Who, retired or not, do you think befits your driving the closest? Like some examples were like Kenseth, Mallet, Kawiki, Rusty, Seneca, Trickle, Monaghan, LeMay, Irish, and those are just some examples. No need to pick any of those. Um, I, I don't know. I've never... I'm not one to try and compare myself to other people. Right. Uh, I just, 
if people want to do that, compare myself to other people, they can, but I've never really sat down and really thought about it. Um, I'd like to think people think I'm a pretty clean and fair racer. Uh, so, so anybody that was clean and fair and hopefully fast. <laughs> I could see like a Mark Martin then. Yeah. He yeah, was that's, pretty, that's pretty not clean a, and not a bad guy course. to compare. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, our next question comes to us from Rich France. I really hope that's how uh, he's pronounced the last name there. Uh, how did you get your nickname Bubba? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, funny story. He's the announcer at Flat Rock. Okay. So, when we first, it was his first year announcing when we went over there. He retired from racing the year before. Um, and we went to Toledo for the CRA, CRA race uh, at the beginning of the year before our season started. And uh, my dad and my uncle, uh, they found themselves into the Toledo bar. And I uh, went in there for some, uh, chicken wings and waters and uh they uh they got talking and i i he just looked over at me and said you look like a bubba so <laughs> he gave me the nickname bubba <laughs> and that uh that stuck for all four years at flat rock <laughs> oh man that's a great that's a great way to get a nickname there uh, now my question to you actually i'm gonna have to do a little side question here because you said you were down in toledo for this one was it close to the speedway um, where this bar was? Or do you yes, remember the name of it? It's right, right at the speedway. I think okay. it's the Toledo Bar and Grill. It's right connected to the track. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're in the grandstands, you can go into the bar okay. and then walk back out in the grandstands. So it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. So it's kind of funny you say Toledo because uh, well, growing up, I was about eight, nine years old. So going back 20 years ago here, uh, my mom used to date a guy in Toledo. I, when we go down there on weekends, we were five minutes away from the track. If we go there at the right time on a Friday night, we can still hear the cars going around. That's awesome. <laughs> never made it to an event there. My wife oh, always no. talked about it. We, I've never been. I've driven by it so oh. many times. Like we take the back roads coming from his place so like it around and like I drive past it. We hear the cars. I'm like, can, can we go? It's like, no, we're too late. I'm like, come on <laughs> oh man I, oh, that's I, terrible i was staying five minutes away at her boyfriend's house in toledo ohio and never ever made it to an event at toledo speedway so i'm kind of upset oh. about that i'm trying to get my passport hopefully you know the borders open up here in the next little bit next couple years i am going on a freaking trip down to toledo i don't care if i have to miss a day of work but i am going to go to toledo speedway and and catch a damn race <laughs> yeah for sure you'll have to uh let me know when you go i'd uh I'd like to go with you i haven't been there well, since covid started right so absolutely I, uh, I miss watching races over there i got buddies down there i'm sure we'll uh, i'm sure you know we'll, we'll have a huge group of us go down so oh there we go <laughs> <laughs> so sorry to get a sidetrack from the from that question there but that that was uh kind of when you kind of brought it to lead i'm like oh that's a soft spot for me <laughs> Never been, but hell, I looked, I looked like a fun place to go. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So then Coburn underscore 91. What is your favorite Grand Bend memory? Sorry, Grand Bend Speedway memory when you race there as a youngster? Um, Probably in the legend cars. They uh, that, don't get me wrong. Micro sprints were a lot of fun. Tons of cars. But uh, the legend cars have a soft spot with me. They're uh, they're a lot of fun. That's toughest thing to drive 
like I said, they're, they're wild. Um, and to, to run those things at Grand Bend with the way the dog leg is in the back stretch, it's, uh, they were, uh, they were pretty fun. Oh, I can only imagine. Um, the next question comes from, comes to us from Nichols racing 43 C on Instagram. And he goes, when are we going to see Dana in the zero three? <laughs> she's, uh, that's funny. Uh, cause she's joked around about that actually this weekend about me uh putting jack Mahan's old fire suit on she goes hey if you can't fit it maybe i can uh get in, it, get in the car I'm like god ah, i don't think so <laughs> um yeah my dad uh asked her when she was young if she wanted to do it and she never really showed interest but ah, uh, you never know she's still uh still young so you never know might get her in a few stock <laughs> you know what you guys got the bone stock division down there at uh delaware so i mean hey it's a little bit of a win-win hey. eh exactly uh next question comes to us from wally wilson and he goes he's the favorite guy to run with on i racing and he goes and he adds i swear if it isn't me we're gonna have a talk <laughs> uh i i don't know if i have a favorite um it we have a group of guys that we run with uh colton everham carson Nagy, between wally rockwood every, a bunch of guys at delaware we uh we have a bunch of guys and have a ton of fun. Um, favorite. I, I don't know if I can pick a favorite. We have a lot of great battles. Me and Wally, not so much. He uh, seems to dump me all the time. <laughs> I think I owe him a few. <laughs> well, I guess you guys are going to have to have a talk after this one. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to have a talk with him. <laughs> sure. um, and we had a late entry question here, but I'm assuming that's because he was up, uh, up with the Oscar modifieds as well as Wally Wilson was. It's well, his teammate Cole Neverham, and he goes, Who's your favorite driver? And there was um, no stipulation on this one. So, <laughs> uh, hmm. if I that's hard, if I'm going like retired, I Jack Monahan watching videos and that I was never around when he raced, yeah, but watching videos, he was he was awesome between him and Junior Hanley. I mean, those those two have got to be some my good favorite. battles. Oh yeah. Yeah. All the time. Man, I try and get, I, I, I like to sit on YouTube and uh, watch as many old Canadian races as I can find going back to, you know, the early days of Cayuga and um, our Chicasa now, but like as many races as I can find, man, I'm sitting there glued because like, it's, it's the atmosphere then was so different than it is now. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish we could go back to that kind of atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah like you said, watching videos of Cayuga back in the day, um, the, it was nuts. <laughs> There's no other way to describe it than just nuts, just people everywhere. And it's, uh, it, it, it was pretty cool. I'm hoping, uh, hoping that that kind of atmosphere gets back, uh, into the Ontario racing scene. APC series is helping that right now. So it's, uh, Absolutely it is. exciting time to be, uh, racing in Ontario. For sure. It is. And then we save the best question for last. <laughs> this one comes in from Dana Morneau. Who's your number one fan? And she put in brackets, right answers only. And there's another one, but I'm going to leave the, leave the rest <laughs> for that. Um, I, uh, it's between uh, my mom, my dad, and my sister. They're, uh, they're all, they're all awesome. Support me so much. Uh, just lucky to have them right um without them i wouldn't be doing what i'm doing and uh my sister just loves it she uh 
wants to go to every race she can. So pretty lucky that way. You know, then, and there's definitely nothing wrong with, and you know what? Family is a racing sport or racing is a family sport. <laughs> I don't know what I was. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's all right. It, it's almost oh, the same. Lord. <laughs> it's re- I just got to reverse it. Racing <laughs> is a family sport. And, and if you don't surround yourself with family, you know, that that's help and support you um, in various different ways. You know, it's, it's kind of one of the things is like, what are you doing it for then? Yeah, exactly. You're doing it for yeah, yourself, it's... but then you're not celebrating with your, with your, with your family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice to, uh, it's, it's nice to have someone to lean on when there's those bad days and yeah. uh, great to have them when you have the good days. For sure. Um, and that's going to wrap us up for our fan question period. That was probably, I think might've been actually the longest one I've ever had. And I've said that before, um, <laughs> but I think that was actually the longest one I've ever had. So congratulations for holding the, our longest record so far. It's <laughs> uh, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, we're going to jump back into our, into the 2021 season here because you know, our, our kind of, our world kind of got turned upside down with early in early July there when all of a sudden it's like, yep, we're allowed 50% capacity as of July 3rd. And we're like, Whoa, what, like what's happening now. Right. And you know, ever since then we've, we've moved up to 75%. Who knows by the end of the year, we could, we could be unlimited capacity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it all happened really quick. Like you said, it was, it was kind of, yeah, we're going racing, don't know what's going on with fans, and then boom, we're having fans. So the tracks did did really well with it. Um, you, you can't expect them to be right on it, right? I mean, because they yep. didn't have much time to get everything prepared. So um, it was – the tracks did really well with it, and, uh, man, it was nice to see fans back in the stands. It uh, I remember last year walking down uh, to Casa at the pit, on the pit road, and uh, you look up in the stands, and there's just nobody, and it's – it almost just felt like a practice day, but yeah, there was a race. <laughs> it just, just didn't feel right. And uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to hear the, the cheers and the, the boos and the, the wows <laughs> when something happens. <laughs> don't, whatever you do, don't watch our vlog then from the Canadian Avenger Modifieds. Then you hear a lot of woes and what is that coming out of my mouth? <laughs> oh, they're great to watch. You, oh man. You get everything. <laughs> hey, I, I try and get as much as I can and, 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 and you know what? It's kind of funny because I was talking to one of the drivers the other uh, yesterday, and he he was telling me he's like, uh, "You helped me with with my driving style by doing that in car with me." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "I didn't realize how close I was to the steering wheel. I didn't realize how oh. much of he's like, I didn't realize how much of the steering wheel I was letting like I was letting go in the turns." I'm like, "We made a few adjustments because of watching that video." So I'm like, <laughs> "That's awesome." Alrighty then, that's that's awesome to hear. Yeah. Like it, it helps someone's, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. As soon as I saw him it in only the car, helped. go ahead. It only helps the sport too. The way you're, you know, you're doing these vlogs, it uh, gets people uh, looking at looking at racing, and and yep. it, it only helps. I'm I'm hoping maybe within the next few in the next couple of years here, um, with with Jomo Media, um, with the drivers that I do work with, I'm trying to get out to their tracks and do. Uh, stuff away from the CVMs and do vlogs um, with, with one of the guys I'm working with for that year. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'd love to hopefully make it out to, to um, I got two drivers out in Southern Ontario motor speedway, which would be fun oh, yeah. to go out to. And, yeah. um, but of course, you know, as of right now, I only have one off or Saturday off now for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're uh, pretty booked up. Eh? 
uh, unless the weather changes where like I can go out to that race. Like I'm, I'm done. <laughs> like I'm, I'm SOL on meeting up with anyone else at the tracks this summer, unfortunately, because I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. And then all of a sudden I was like, boom, I was like, all righty, this is, yep. Okay. This isn't going to go over well this year for me. <laughs> but I think going to different tracks here in Ontario, doing the vlogs, I like JRD uh, motorsports from the super stocks down there is doing. It's great for the sport because it's showcasing um, tracks here in Ontario that, you know, pe people could live 15 minutes from and not even know. Yeah. And if yeah, it comes exactly. across their YouTube feed or a buddy of theirs shares it on Facebook, it's like, Hey, like, Hey, where's this track? Where you know, would love to go. Like it, it seems yeah. awesome. It, yeah. Yeah. As, as long as we continue to grow the sport here in Ontario and, and, you know, I took some inspiration from watching hunt the front for the past year to, to kind of get, almost give myself the confidence to, to, yeah. to get myself in front of the camera and actually um, talk about the cars and talk about the, the what's going on on the track and stuff like that. I've had to gain so much confidence and by kind of watching hunt the front, I, I learned quite a bit from that. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, uh, hard to get in front of a camera, but, uh, but like you said, exposure, you can get people, uh, exposed to the sport, um, hopefully reel them in and, yep. uh, get them into the stands and eventually hopefully they get, uh, get into the sport. And that's the main goal. As long as we get them into the door, cause we have to start opening those doors to, um, the younger generation like yeah in realistic yeah racing is almost a dying breed but if we don't expose it to the younger generation and by getting it to the younger generation by through vlogs through because how many so many kids have tablets nowadays and they're glued in front of them it's so easy to throw it on where they it may come across their feet at one point yeah yeah that's that's the thing internet's free to put anything on there right so it's Absolutely. uh it you can't can't do anything better uh we we try and we don't do the vlogs because we aren't very good computer <laughs> people, <laughs> but, uh, but we, uh, we try and keep everybody posted on our Facebook page and get, get everybody kind of pumped up, right? You just, uh, just got to keep people pumped up and, uh, yeah. uh, looking forward to the next week, man. You know what? And you guys did a great job of that last week by saying like, Oh yeah, wait for Friday. And you know, and you guys are going to unveil the car. And next thing you know, like Tuesday pops up. And I'm like, here's our special. I'm like, what? I saw the car. I'm like, damn! I, I was telling the girl we already had plans to go to the falls with a couple, uh, with my with my other podcast group uh, uh, from the driver's seat. We went down to the mm -hmm. falls on Friday night, and if I knew about that earlier, I would like, y'all want to go to Delaware for the night? Like, <laughs> I would have loved yeah, to see we, that car uh, up close. We uh, we ended up we got a hold of the sponsor, and the sponsor wanted to do it. JR Excavating uh, and Jonathan Arks. Um, he told me he goes, I, I'm so pumped up and. It was hard to keep a secret for, for as long as we did. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, to get it out there and then uh, have people interested. And there was a lot of people that came down to see the car. Uh, and it was, uh, it's pretty cool. For sure, man. And, you know, you guys do a good job at um, promoting your team and promoting your uh, sponsors. And, you know, that's, that's exactly what we need to help try and draw in new blood for the, for the sport. Right. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, internet's free. So you can, uh, try and promote yourself and all your sponsors get, uh, get the sponsors pumped up about it and uh, hopefully attract more and uh, just, just carry it on, get people interested. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so really, see, what are your plans? So I, I, we just kind of went off really off topic there and I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no big deal. I, I don't, we kind of just went on a huge rant there. And I'm really sorry about that. Um, so let's, before we wrap this up, what are the rest of your plans for 2021? 
Um, so we're going to do the, the Delaware weekly, uh, for the rest of the year. Yep. Um, and then, uh, the APC series, uh, when they come to Delaware, we're looking at doing that. If the year goes smooth, right. No big, uh, big wrecks or anything. We're, yep. we're looking at doing that. Uh, we're going to do that. Um, and then, uh, like I said, with that super stock, uh, who knows what's going to happen. It'll probably be another little bit of a spur of a moment thing. Um, but, uh, looking forward to any opportunities that come up, right. You, uh, you just gotta hope for the best and, uh, take them when you got them and, uh, try and perform your best and, and, uh, please everybody. Absolutely, man. For sure. Uh, is there anyone you want to thank for getting you, uh, getting you to where you are this year or who are supporting you this year? Yeah. So, uh, I got a big list. Uh, all right, man, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so JR excavating, um, and the Jonathan arts group, uh, up in London, they, uh, that's who kind of triggered this, this throwback paint scheme. Um, so like I said, JR excavating Dutch brothers, East Elgin concrete forming, um, a rock aggregates. Um, and then those, that was the, the new sponsor just, just here shortly. Um, but my, my following sponsors, they, they've been with me for a long time and huge supporters, um, between, uh, express group, um, iron Mike industries, Reed farms, Hallmark Memorial, uh, Revard snow plowing, Highland tools, uh, some part of their trailers, uh, FCF custom fab, uh, double R reworks. Um, trying to think if I'm forgetting anybody, <laughs> I think I hit them all. <laughs> um, like I said, we just, we have so many people that support us and, uh, it's uh it's great to see they they enjoy following us and uh it's uh it, it's pretty cool pretty cool to everybody have everybody supporting us for sure man uh well we're thank you for coming on with us we weren't we're not going to take him uh any more hope of your sunday night i'm sure you got a busy work week ahead of you possibly right yeah yeah we're uh we're uh ready to go here for the summer swing <laughs> perfect man well we're not gonna take up any more time with you for night we are not going to take up any more time <laughs> of yours tonight. We want to thank you for jumping on with us this week. It was definitely a pleasure talking to you and getting you to uh, again to know you some more, man. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you uh, having me on the podcast and uh, look forward to seeing you around the racetracks and hopefully uh, get together again for a podcast here shortly. For sure, man. We'd love to have you back on, man. Anytime you want to come on, just let me know. Sounds good. All right, man. You have yourself a good night now. eh? Thanks. Take care. All right. Bye now. All right, guys, that was driver the number 03 Pro Late Model from Windsor, Ontario, driving at Delaware Speedway. That was Ray Morneau Jr. Of course, guys, we want to thank Ray for jumping on with us this week. It was a pleasure talking to him as this was the second meeting we got to talk. But the first time we actually got to talk more uh, about how he got started in racing and uh, and dive into uh, his past a little bit. Um, I look forward to having him back on. It would be a pleasure to talk to him some more. Um Maybe by the end of the year, who knows? Maybe I'll just do like a big wrap-up show with uh, 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 pick a few uh, drivers or something like that, and we'll all come on and kind of talk about our seasons. Um, uh, next week on the show, guys, we are bringing back Morgan Robson Jr. Uh, we're going to be talking about Madison Teen Camp, uh, Morgan Robson Racing driver. Um, she dri drives the number nine car up at Sunset Speedway. We're probably going to talk about her. Uh, maybe talk some more about racing here in Southern Ontario and uh, kind of get kind of get back more into. Uh, try to get some into some normalcy here uh thank you everyone for listening uh of course guys it's it's always you guys who are the fans that uh, make me keep doing this and uh, well not make me but 
it helps me uh, keep doing what I'm doing here. Of course, guys, uh, make sure you guys are checking out the driver's seat with Caitlin and Megan. Uh, we are recording again Wednesday, so our, we're going to be tape delaying it again. Uh, it will be out Thursday, not Wednesday again this week um, due to some logistical error, uh, technicalities or technical difficulties behind the scenes. Uh, we cannot record Tuesday night, so Wednesday this week we are going to record. Um, I should be having an announcement sometime, probably on the next show, um, of some fun things that are going to be happening here behind the scenes at Joe Media. Um, thank you to everyone who's also going out and buying the merch. Uh, we got True North Racing Podcast Apparel, apparel and Joe Media Apparel. Uh, you guys can go check it out on uh, epicracewear.ca or raceshirtcanada.ca and go down to the general race themes. And you guys can find yourself some Joe Media Apparel as well as True North Racing Podcast Apparel. I'm currently sporting my t-shirt and my hat, and man, do I love them. Uh, go get yourself a hat, t-shirt, hoodie. Uh, we also got, what else we got? Oh, tank tops. That's what it is, tank tops. Um, maybe we might be able to add some more. Who knows uh, in the future? Uh, it would be definitely uh, definitely fun to get into some more other uh, uh, apparel. Uh, if you guys, I got stickers. If you guys want stickers, I got tons of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me know. They are $5 a sticker. I can ship them out to you as well. Just re reach out to me in my inbox, and we can get you uh, a couple Joe Media stickers. You guys can put on your race cards or on your personal vehicles and help us out and support the show. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Once again, my name is John Morrison, and you guys are listening to the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Joe Media and Promotions, and we'll see you all next week. Bye now. Yeah.